Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. The tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's a worthwhile endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I'm your host, Luke LeBen. And alongside me, as always, is my music-loving muchacho, Kevin Connor. What's up, Kev? Hello. It's uh, it's dark in here. The lamp uh, behind my monitors went out. So. Oh, yeah. I was thinking you looked a little darker. It's moody. Kev, I have an important question for you. And it's uh, what's on everyone's mind. What is your era's outfit going to be? Fuck. Okay. For I, the show. You know what? I don't have to think about it. Just <laughs> I just bought five new Hawaiian shirts. Okay. Well, Hawaiian, okay. Hawaiian adjacent. I wouldn't say they're all Hawaiian shirts, but they're certainly like in the vein. Which era of Taylor is that? Uh, I think 89, right? Okay. I feel like it's the... Okay. Listen, it's in June. So that let, let's let's eliminate things, okay? It's in June. Evermore and folklore are out. I know, which that was my first thing. Um so that's that's if people don't know, we're talking about this is a big thing on TikTok. Kyle showed me, uh, my it? wife showed me many TikToks. Yeah, there's like people showing like this is what a reputation outfit looks like. They're almost like mood boards is what oh. she showed me. It's like They'll be like reputation, and then there's like a bunch of stuff. But I feel like you're you are right, or actually maybe your shirts would work depending on the color scheme for lover, because that's like pastels, very summery, uh, and then uh, reputations like goth, or I think you could do yeah. circusy shit for that one. Um, but I'm thinking midnights because that's what Kyle and I were talking about, and it's very like like things with the universe and stars Ethereal. and purple and. Yeah, and so I'm like, I'm going to wear my Meow shirt, which has cats, which a lot of cat stuff, too. And also, True. Kyle said people are taking uh, lyrics. So someone was just doing, like, Karma is a bounty hunter. So these people all had, like, Karma bounty hunter patches. And then they had, like, cats all over everything. It was pretty cool. Um, So I had the greatest idea, right, like, literally two minutes before I came down here. So I'm like... I, I have this meow shirt where it's like cats and owls mashed together and they're in space and it's like purple. So it's perfect for midnights. But then I was like, I'm thinking I want to like go to the thrift store and get either like a sweatshirt or something or like a jacket that's got stars on it. Um, I'm like, or I just go full wizard robe, just go full Starfield cloak. <laughs> and I... then Kyle... I'm like, Google Starfield Cloak. And Kyle looks it up, and she's like, that's what she's wearing in the Bejeweled video. And she sent me, like, a picture, and I'm like, order it right now. <laughs> and so I don't know if she did. I ran down here to record. But I was like, give me that Starfield Cloak, baby. Maybe I'm just not cool, but I'm like, it's going to be a 40,000-person a show in a, on a hot June day. I'm going to wear a breathable linen Hawaiian shirt and a pair of shorts. And a comfortable Oh, pair this of Starfield shoes. cloak is breathable. Plus, I'll uh, have uh, magic ventilation. <laughs> I really, you know what? Why don't we do this, Luke? I'm going to come back to this next week and we're going to talk about what Annie's era's outfit is going to be because I'm sure okay. she's given it significantly more thought than I have. 
hey, maybe when we actually do get it figured out, we'll post some videos on the best song ever TikTok of yeah. what our outfits are. Okay, <laughs> I'm into fun. this. I'll do a TikTok for the kids. Cool. All right. Well, let's move swiftly huh, past that um, because we do have some business to get into. Uh, we have a new thing that we're going to start here. And I had this idea when I was listening to the Besties podcast, which is a video game podcast, and uh, specifically the Resties, mm-hmm. uh, where they do their reading list, which is just like the best video games of all time that you should play. So we're going to do that. The best songs of all time you should listen to. Some of them are going to be slow. Some of them are going to be fast. They're from all eras, all genres. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just things that we think, you know, it's music worth listening to. And isn't that what life's all about? Yeah. So, so Luke, do you want me to talk format? Because we, we've, we've fleshed this out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we're not just going to come on and say this is the best song ever. Done. What Luke right. and I have both done is brought three nominees oscar season options baby um, that we are going to present and discuss each and then it is going to be on the other person to pick the song so we're uh we're we're definitely gonna like both sign off on whatever we're doing uh so it will be a certified stamp best song ever best best song ever a best song ever best song ever exactly yeah and, you know, we're trusting, we're putting these three hands in, or these three songs into the hands of our co-host and saying, pick which one should go on. And, hey, just because they go on this week, the other ones are not out of the running. So, Luke, um, you know, as we can bring things back, because there are songs in here, I definitely want to make this playlist, even if it isn't your first pick. Yeah. However, just so we keep, you know, new stuff rotating. Uh, when a song doesn't make the cut, it's got to take the next time off. So, yeah, gonna back at the it. minimum, and then it'll be, you know, a coming out after the third day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because we have no shortage of options of best songs ever. So we uh, we'll definitely space it out. So let's get into our lists. Uh, do you wanna? Start off with yours, Kev? No, nah, go for it, Luke. You uh, you definitely came up with this, so I think I'm excited to discuss yours. Okay. So, I was really, uh, you know, laboring over this decision right before we started and switching songs, but I think I picked a good swath, and I'm going to start. My first one comes from the 90s, and it comes from Miss Lauren Hill, and just... Maybe the biggest banger on my list, probably the the most known, well, one of the biggest hits on my list. Uh, and it's just got that great, you know me, I love a staccato piano, hip-hop beat, done perfectly throughout the 90s and early 2000s. And uh, this has it. This song's been sampled many times. It's been covered. It's like, it's just a classic. And it's such a jam. So catchy. And it's like, you know, telling a good message to the young boys and girls. Did you say the name of the song, Luke? <laughs> Did I? I don't think um, so. It's, uh, I don't think so. It's doo-wop, in parentheses, that thing from the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Yes. Uh, uh, amazing. One of the best hip-hop albums of the 90s, and that is not an easy decade to come out on top of. Uh, and obviously, right. Lauren Hill's uh, first and final solo project uh very meaningful to right. a lot of people and truthfully 
in my opinion, the best song in the album. Um, you know, it's the I banger. almost picked X Factor. Yeah, yeah you really couldn't miss. This is the banger. But yeah. we're we're here to talk about like the the ones, right? Um, and as yeah. as the certified banger bitch, um, glad you went with this. Good. It, no notes. This is exactly what this is for, right? It's great. Um, and I know what's coming up next, and this is going to be a really, really hard discussion. <laughs> yes. So go ahead and give us number two. Yep. All right. Well, this one I was just like, it's Prince. I was going to do a Prince deep cut, but then I'm like, let's just get this out of the way. Obviously, I'm going to pitch this this time, and if it doesn't get picked this time, many other times. It's Purple Rain from Purple Rain. Like, the ballad of all 80s ballads. Uh, what more could you ask for? The greatest vocal performance from Prince going out, yeah, yeah, you know, and oh, that waveform looks fucked up when I just did that. Not, um, the, our, our Discord didn't even accept it. <laughs> Literally, you started to do that, <laughs> and this noise suppression was like, no, we're not letting this through. Nope. I'm so excited to hear it in the edit. <laughs> it's. Hey, I'll say, if to toot my own horn, it was pretty close to what Prince does. But, um, and I mean, you know, the the movie that I love, I've watched this, like, the clip from the movie all the time. It's just such a great performance. Uh, so beautiful. So, gotta love it. Prince, Purple Rain. I mean, what more do you have to say? Nothing. Let's hear number three. And I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump into my rationale for which I'm picking once we've got all three. Perfect. Uh, so number three is my more modern pick. It is step from vampire weekend from modern vampires in the city, uh, which came out in 2013, the last album before Rostam departed. So arguably, I don't know. I'm, I have such nostalgia for their first album, but I might say this is my favorite album of theirs. Uh, and it was very, like meaningful to me and like my friends. And like, I just remember singing many of these songs with like my brother and my friend, Sammy, who lives in Ireland now. Uh, like, Hey, ya always makes me think of Sammy and Alex for some reason. I don't even remember why. Um, but just so many songs on this album, literally every song is, could be on this list, but I had to go with my absolute favorite and that's step. And it's like a more chill one has some just like rapid fire references in the lyrics, but it's such a beautiful uh, song. And um, what's the line? That's always my favorite. The, the punks who would laugh when they saw us together, but they didn't know how to dress for the weather. So good. It's tough. It's a really tough choice to make. Um, I, I will, I will talk through my rationale in a bit of a backwards fashion, but Modern Vampires of the City, I think uh, Contra was a bit of a sophomore slump. Wasn't a bad album by any means, but certainly didn't live up to self-titled. Uh, Modern Vampires of the City was a return to form. Obviously, you know, yeah. their 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 last album since, I don't think, was as well regarded. Um, at least personally by me. So this was truly the last best Vampire Weekend album. So I absolutely agree that this is pretty critical i having to choose i may go a punk out of their discography right like it's it's the song solid choice um but also every time i got in my car between like 2008 and 2012 
and I plugged my iPod in, it played because it was the first song on my iPod. And I have a lot I of mean, resentment for that. Um, so Yeah. <laughs> oh, when you have those, I've had many of those. But, you know, you say a sophomore slump, I would almost put Horchata on this list maybe too. Uh, and that's from Contra, so it's tough. But, yeah. Yeah. Continue. Um, so Step is an excellent choice. I can't disagree as, like, maybe the best vampire weekend song. Um, unfortunately for it this week, it is not my choice. It's still great. Surprising no one. Yes. So then I'm left with two songs. Doo-wop yes. and Purple Rain. I made it hard on you. This is really difficult, right? Because, um, <laughs> doo is such an incredible vocal performance, hip-hop production, uh, the staccato piano, as you mentioned, is great. The legacy of the miseducation of Lauren Hill absolutely should be right. uh, considered. Right. However, we got to consider the legacy of Purple Rain as what could yes. be the best rock album of the 80s. Like, yeah, it's just arguably the, of all time. Yeah, the lineup of all of these songs. Like, you could have picked five songs on this album. <laughs> And it probably would have won this for you this week. Um, I'm a huge Purple Rain fan. Obviously, you were like the Prince aficionado among us. But this album is perfect. And this song is a perfect finisher. Um, and just like the... It's like eight and a half minutes. And it doesn't even begin to overstay its welcome. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I'm laughing because I was like considering a Titus Andronicus song and I was like, I'm not going to make you listen to an eight minute song. And then I'm like, I forgot Purple Rain's eight and a half minutes. Uh, That's how good it is. But the thing is, like, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be making me listen to Purple Rain, right? I'd be like, oh yeah. shit, I get to listen to Purple Rain. Awesome. Uh, it's eight and it feels like two. Yeah. And it's Prince at his best. It's one of the best. Yeah moments in a super bowl halftime show ever like just to go on to yes. that like miami in the For rain sure. with the giant sheet and the guitar that looks like a dick fantastic <laughs> um it's a love symbol how dare you yeah well i guess a dick it could be considered a love symbol yeah think about what you just said um <laughs> so i am i am happy to advance purple rain as your first entry into Hell the best yeah. song ever uh mount rushmore Damn it. And now it's just setting in with me that now I am the one who needs to <laughs> make a choice. Yeah. But why don't you tell me about your three songs uh, first, which, by the way, you made the correct choice, in my opinion. I'm I'm like totally on board with the decision you made um, yeah. with Purple Rain. But now let's hear your list. So I, uh, I was listening to a playlist of yours today, Luke. Um, Yay. The your seminal Sunny Day Hip Hop Company playlist. Uh, it uh, was a little warmer yes. out today. I've got a rental car because my car's in the shop, so I was like, "Look at you!" I had the sunroof open, and it's, I was kind of zooming around nice. um, and listening to that playlist on a on a the first fifty five degree day of the year. And Love what it. came on? But maybe the best song of that playlist, maybe because there is another one that I almost wanted to enter, but. The International Players Anthem, parentheses, I Choose You, featuring Outcast by UGK. I'm mad that I didn't pick this. <laughs> yeah, and like this song, 
just it it literally does feel like it is an international anthem for just like hip hop at large, right? Like, especially with the features from Outkast. Uh, it's this song feels so much older to me. Like it only came out in two thousand seven, um, which doesn't seem right. I just this song is so good that it feels like it's been around forever. So I uh, I'm really excited to enter it as my first nominee. However, Great choice. I've got two more to get through. What's up next? This. If I was asked what my favorite song ever is, this might be it. And I don't think it's the one you're thinking about, Luke, because I'm talking about LCD Sound Systems' Dance Yourself Clean. I remember the first time I listened to this album. I don't know. Some I like a rip of it. It wasn't like a legit copy. I wasn't a good man in a past life. Uh, but I turned it on. <laughs> this is happening uh, in 2010. It was a piece of shit. And Dance Yourself Clean comes on. I had heard LCD Sound System was good. I knew Daft Punk is playing at my house, but wasn't too familiar. Of course. So I turn it on, Dance Yourself Clean, and it starts out real quiet and real slow. And I'm driving on the freeway, getting on the, you know, getting on the exit. And I'm cruising, and I turn it up a click because it's quiet. And I turn it up another click because it continues to be quiet. I'm digging it. It's a good song. And I turn it up a couple more clicks. And halfway through the song, just do 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 boom. And it the drop hits and it is incredible. It is maybe one of the best mixing choices to ever do. Is just to yeah. let that song live so quiet for so long and then just smash you in the face. James Murphy's vocals are just incredible. The production rules. Um, it sets up a great, great album. Um, and I, I like, I, I'm this, this is the yeah. one that like, I, I would pick if it was me. It's a tough choice. Give me your third one. And this is just a goddamn classic. Uh, one of my favorite bands of all time. I don't think I have much to say about it. It's One More Time by Daft Punk. What needs to be said? One More Time is probably just Daft Punk's greatest song. Discovery is such an incredible album. A really hard time not picking Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Right. But right. I think if like if, if you had to put a Daft Punk song on a record and shoot it into space like they did with Voyager, <laughs> yeah. you'd be hard-pressed to not choose One More Time. You do not lie, sir. Um, and that's what's so crazy. So first off, I mean, you on Discovery, there's so many great choices. I'm the snob who would go with Digital Love. That's my favorite just because of my life experience. But One More Time is amazing. Daft Punk is one of the greatest bands of all time, which is what makes it so crazy that that song was immediately out of the running for me (laughs) because of these other two. (laughs) So let's just get that out of here right now. Something has Um, to be third, and it sucks, but I get it. And And it's insane that it's Daft Punk, but uh, our our Planet Ant friends, uh, Andy and Devin, I think Devin's the other one who hosts that, they would uh, be disappointed. But these other two, uh, tough. 
because international players anthem so i first heard this when uh girl talk sampled it yep and i was thinking about was that on, too yeah play your part part one and two sort of bookends the album mm-hmm. with the song and so that's like was my, the first time i fell in love with it then when i like did the my sample sleuthing <laughs> not really much sleuthing needed to be done uh listen to the song proper it's like fell in love with it all over again and just every verse is just amazing sidebar iconic did you know that i've seen girl talk live i don't think i did know that i went to go see him in high school i was like 17 years old and he was playing at at the hockey arena in plymouth and i was literally so what year would that have been it would have been 2010 it was right after that album it was it was it was was it Feed the Animals? Was the, no, it was the, the one, one after I'm thinking that. Thinking of it was we're we're googling. It was after All Day. We're googling. It's the one with the house on the cover and the fire on the. It was the one after that. Feed the animals. No, so play your part. Is, oh, yeah. that's yeah. Feed the animals, the one with uh, UGK on it. Yeah. So it was uh, after this. Wow. Yeah, but he played Man. both, and they were both awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. So now that brings us to Dance Yourself Clean, which 2010 is when that album came out. Mm-hmm. Their final, their final, final album. We know, we know that they've now since released another album. And and truthfully, not even my favorite LCD Sound System album. Uh, I would put Song of Silver directly over this entire album. Hmm, that's tough. Well, I. Um, 2010 was one of my favorite years in music. Uh, some of my favorite albums came out. The Monitor by Titus Andronicus. Odd Blood by Ye Sayer. Uh, what was the other one I was just thinking of? Beach House. Teen Dream. Yeah. Some of the best, uh, albums in recent history came out that year, including this one. And this was one I was obsessed with. Uh, I Can Change is another song that mm-hmm. I might end up bringing to this playlist. That's my other favorite. And then loved their documentary, uh, Shut Up and Play the Hits. So uh, I think for me, because 2010 was such a special year in music to me, and this was one of many, uh, Broken Social Scene had like an album that year too. So this felt like, it felt like this sort of like ending of that indie era that I came up in and like loved so much so i'm going with dance yourself clean baby that's what is making the list today and luke i ask one favor you're gonna curate this playlist over the the next coming weeks and months and years let's put dance yourself clean first because people can start this playlist and as they listen to it they'll turn it up one click and one click hell yeah and then three more clicks and by the time that hits, it'll be loud as hell, and the whole playlist can live at that level. I love it. Well, now that we've selected some of our best songs ever, why don't we talk about some of our new favorite albums ever? In Touts. Touts. This is a great segment. I'm, like, emotional. Uh, Luke. I've uh I've been listening to some new stuff, some old stuff, and some ancient stuff. So, I'll go first. Um, you know what? It's a great album. I'm not surprised. Miley Cyrus with "Endless Summer Vacation." 
oh, hey, you know what? That was uh, what Kyle and I listened to on the way to a work event, uh-huh. and I very much enjoyed it. Uh, River, absolute banger. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm on board for sure. I think Plastic Hearts, a little bit more my taste, uh, but don't dislike right. this at all. Makes like, sense. It's, I think, you know what? It's me, great summer album. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a shame it came out in February because I feel like it should have come out in June. But we'll listen. Oh, to she's gonna anyway. stretch it out. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and then I did give a listen to the new Manchester Orchestra. I believe it's an EP actually. Uh, I have that on my list too. It's very good. Fucking incredible. Yeah, I and I, I is it part one? Did they say that that it's part oh, one? Oh, did on they? Maybe I'm making I things know up. No, nothing. Maybe I'm I'm conflating that with a shout we have later on. But. I was. I was thinking maybe it was like uh, B-sides from their last album or maybe like some songs they made on that tour. But, I mean, it, again, like you're not going to get anything wildly different from what they've been doing, mm-hmm. but it's just so... Happy like, to get more of it. it. I just love their new sound. It's so beautiful. Uh, yeah, and then I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, something I came to from last year that I missed was Frank Moody with Into the Ether. Um, mm. I was a fan of their last album, Dreaming Color, uh, which came out in 2020. Just like a really cool kind of like electro pop rock uh, group, very much my speed. Uh, really have been enjoying that one. I'm, I'm bummed I discovered it so late. And then Luke, I don't know if I've told you, but I've been getting really into Japanese jazz lately. I don't think you did, but that sounds awesome. Uh, so Japanese jazz has been like, I mean, they've been doing it for decades and stuff. And there's like some incredible albums that have put out, been put out. Yeah. Uh, so I will, I will give three starting points for you in my, in my touts uh, to go check out. So the first one from, I think 84 it's Cassiopeia mint jams. Um, this is like, I feel like the big one, like, like if you've seen, the cover you might recognize it okay um, and then uh masayoshi takanaka with on guitar this was like one of my first entries into it and it was really 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 good uh just like shredding like it is it is <laughs> very good and like can't and then this is even a wilder uh tout not on spotify but there is a youtube video that is just called japanese jazz when driving on a warm night and I think it's a great sampler. It's like an hour long. Uh, it's got like nice. nine songs. And I go to that sometimes because it's just like kind of a perfectly curated uh, set. That's awesome. I have uh, never explored that genre. And I'm very excited to check all three of these out. It's jammy. Um, Get ready. Get your peanut butter. And just love it. I just started listening to some jazz when I was reading that Questlove book. So it's a genre that like. I appreciate, but I've never dug into, and so this will be a, a good uh, foray. All right, well, I got a list of touts here. First up, we got Fever Ray with Radical Romantics. It's so good. Is it good? The oh, album, shit, I hadn't listened to it. It's amazing. So, and if you've ever listened to The Knife, which, like, I remember when they came out, they were played on 89X back in the day, but they're, like, like a dark, like housey electronic uh think bjork meets animal collective and that's sort of what she's still doing with fever ray but then this like 
creepy character, whatever, like makeup, hair thing. But I feel like there's a point to it. I feel like there's a message being sent about like romance and love and also like darkness beneath. Uh, like, cause it also gives you the image of like this kind of creep who's like being like, love me. Mm-hmm. But then there's like this like creepiness underneath. But then like, you could also be making a statement, you know, about like looks and appearance and shallowness and when it comes to romance. So it's interesting. Um, I'm not quite sure the point that they're trying to make, but I'm here for it. Um, then we got Shalom with Sublimation. This just came out on Saddle Creek. I've heard uh, about this, and I haven't listened to it yet, so thank you for the reminder. It's super it. good. Uh, Brian and I had a funny conversation because there's like some songs that are sort of fuzzy, kind of pop punky, so you'll dig it for sure, Kev. Kind of reminds me of the Beths at times. Ooh. Uh, yeah, but then there's some that are like, that style but a little toned down so it's still a little like sludgy guitar but a little more like uh just like light and floaty and i like it really enjoy it some great lyrics and brian and i were saying i was like we need a word for like pop punk but toned down so it's like it's not pop but it's not pop punk and he's like how about pep and i'm like i like that as an alternative to pop it's pep should it be pep punk or just pep pet punk i don't know and then you get into some pet punk um but either way shalom with sublimation uh super great and then there's like not all like guitar based either there's some like electronic songs so it's super cool and interesting uh then nia archives with a uh ep called sunrise bang your head against the wall uh also kind of electronic the first song is like electronic instrumental and then like there's some singing on some later songs but super good um i'd heard of her before but this uh new ep is super good and then ms paint kind of punky huge indie, fan of that uh, app. with post-american great app that kind of gives you the vibe of what either their style is it's just a it bunch of sense. squares Shaded in yeah. with circles intersecting the lines. That's what, that's what I used to do in my poorly my drawn. I would use the pencil and just like it was bad. The pencil Using was the too mouse. advanced for me, <laughs> yeah. Or the brush if you're feeling saucy. Um, so that's it for touts. Why don't we talk about the new Music Friday releases coming out this week in shouts? <laughs> so I'm gonna run through four really quick. Because they all have numbers in them. And so I wanted to shout them all out at once because it's funny to me. We have U2 with Songs of Surrender. We have M83 with Fantasy. We have 100 Gex with 10,000 Gex. And then we have Lil Pump with Lil Pump 2. And on the 100 Gex front, uh, speaking of my cousin Brian... I got to give him credit for one of the best tweets on the best song ever Twitter, which was um, 10,000 maniacs are greater than 1,000 Gex or something like that. (laughs) And 10,000 maniacs liked it. And it was one of our shining moments. Well, if if uh, the last 100 Gex album, which was 1,000 Gex, wasn't your cup of tea, guess what? This one, this one is ten times more gex. You got nine thousand additional gex. Um, and then I have one non-numbered shout, and that is Tayshay with "Bad Premonition." Just makes good music. No number. What do you got, Kev? 
I got a couple good ones. Uh, Friend of the Pod, Unknown Mortal Orchestra with uh, V or Five. I don't know. That album cover's sweet. One it's like them. a little kid like feeding a cheetah or something. Yeah, I'm really excited to listen to that. Um, we've got Fiddler with That's Life, great punk group. And Luke, I need to expand yes. my notes horizontally for this one. <laughs> to get the whole title of this But one. we've got Eve's Tumor with Praise a Lord Who Choose But Which Does Not Consume, parentheses, or simply Hot Between Worlds. Um, I don't know if you heard any of the singles from that, but that might be one of the more talked about albums this year. I it's did get excited. Album. I also can say that I'm yeah. very excited for M83's album because they released the first part of it, I believe, yep. last week. And it rules. And uh, I will be yeah. forced to listen to U2's album as it's beamed directly onto my phone, <laughs> as is tradition. I'll listen to it for fun. Oh, you know what? That probably means that there's going to be a new You Talking U2 to me, which I'm happy about. Um, but, hey, speaking of podcasts, we're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff going on over there. And, hey, maybe walk your little tush over to Hamtramck, Michigan, and see a show at their physical location they got karaoke at Ghostlight, lots of good stuff. There's stand-up going on, so lots of good stuff over at Planet Ant. Um, then offshelf.net, check it out. It's on the internet. I've got an interview in the works that I'll talk about in the future coming to Offshelf. Um, so stay tuned for that. And then follow us at Best Song Ever Pod on all social media. And follow me at Indie Darling Music. In uh, less than one week now, my debut EP, Snowfall Suite, comes out. So go check that out. Very excited. You can, pre- you can pre-order it now. Um, I've had my mom and a couple close friends pre-order it. Not saying that you have to, Kev. Please, keep your money. But I'm, I'm uh, saving up for the final fans out there. Yeah, there you go. But you can pre-order that now. And that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is the best song ever, with the best songs ever. Well, it's the best song ever. Not a podcast better. Jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.